Thanks for listening to a new episode of the Is The Mike Still On podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Kenneth B. Inch. Joining me on the show, we got Say It Ain't Soph. Hey. FIFO 24-7. What do you do? Mike C-Town. What up? Modest Media and maybe throughout the show you'll hear uh, Naturally Nay as well. What up, man? Um, BZ430 may or may not join us, but uh, sitting in for him, uh, Shelton from the Black Korea podcast may come through. So if you guys hear a voice pop up, that's him. So B is experiencing technical issues, technical, technical difficulties right now. So, uh, so that's why you won't hear his wonderful voice. So anyway, we're going to jump right into the show. The show is broken up into five parts. We have our word of the day, facts only, weekly topics, comic commentary, and we end with the pass the mic segment. And I will jump into the word of the day right now. So the word is in, I'm not, insouciance. Insouciance. Can you spell it? Yeah, hold on. Insouciance. Could you hear that? Yeah, uh, I'll spell it. It's I-N-S-O-U-C-I-A-N-C-E. Insouciance. Okay. Well, what does that mean? First definition is casual lack of concern, indifference. The second is cheerful feeling with no worries. The It's a noun. The origin is French, late 18th century. And the examples are, I admire my partner's insouciance, toward traffic and other things that annoy me. The second is on the last day of school, the children ran out of the building riding high with insouciance. Another is you see a lot of people out there without mask on and gloves showing a lot of insouciance for the coronavirus. So, you know, we, we there you go. So I like it. It's a good word. Anyway, uh, facts only. So we got a few. Uh, most of them were around the, uh, the Hornet. So the first one was on Twitter. It came from, from Stry Style. And it says, so quick facts only. The Hornet is found in Asia and the big, big ones are found in Japan. Researchers in Kyoto gave it the nickname Murder Hornet and Coyote Peterson the YouTube Steve Irwin did a video getting stunned by one. I'm standing my ass in, indoors. And um, and I saw that one. That was very painful to watch. I don't know if you guys saw that video about that guy deliberately getting stunned by the Hornet. No. Yes. It's the most ridiculous thing. Like, he had a big-ass hole in his arm where you could see where the stinger went in. Are you serious, bro? Yeah, man. Like, and I guess that's a thing that he does. So he, he gets stung by a lot of things, but yeah, his whole arm was just like red and swollen. His whole hand swole up. But yeah, he, yeah, it was ridiculous. So, uh, and Omar Sparks on Reddit sent us the video of the one you were talking about, I think, Rod, of the 30 Japanese giant hornets killing the 30,000 honeybees. Yeah. 
Mm-mm. Was that you that brought that up? I think that was me. Okay. Somebody brought that up. But yeah, so they sent that video. And then uh, this other guy, Kick-Ass Pig, uh, wrote that this, uh, well, he sent the link saying the murder hornets invade headlines, but they're not in the U.S. or not currently known to be living in the U.S. or Canada. And that's according to UC Riverside Entomology Research Museum senior scientist Doug Yanega. So. Yanega. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, try to say that real fast. Right. Yeah, so yeah. So anyway. So yeah, uh, thank all three of you for your facts only and for the additional clarification of information around the murder hornet. Hornet, I know there was a, a lot that came out last week about it. So, you know, there were definitely probably some things that were missed. So anyway, um, let's jump into topics. Um, so my topic is, is I'm really going to be talking to Rob primarily on this, but obviously everybody else can chime in. Um, it's a little bit old. I, I don't think that we've talked about it, but Rod, did you see like the, the stupid lines at the mall Bruh. for people to pick up J's? He wasn't on the He left, remember? Yeah. I, I took oh, a lot yeah, of words. Last time. I thought, where I thought you yeah. was when I brought it up. Nah, I wasn't on. That was you. It was when the fives came out, the fire red joints. Yeah. Nah, I wasn't on. We didn't talk about it. Okay, you didn't yeah. talk about it. Well, yeah. I didn't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, because my my question was was it? I asked every, I posed this to everyone. Was there anything like that that they would be willing to go out and and you know and and purchase or stand mm-hmm. in the line for? You know, what I'm saying us being sneakerheads, you know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. that there's a there that there might be a way that we actually might go, a chance that we might go. I was saying I wouldn't particularly. But mm. I, I understand the culture and people yeah. want it to go, you know what I'm saying, and risk that. Yeah, me me too. Uh wifey wifey did it, doesn't really understand it. And I get it too. Obviously we're in a pandemic, but she feels that like Jordan brand deserves more or they should take more responsibility in terms of like how they release it or how you can get the shoe. And I said, look it you can't only just get it in person. Like all the shoes I get, I pretty much get online. Mm-hmm. through the sneakers app or through Nike app. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't necessarily have to stand in line. Other people could do that if they choose to indulge in that experience. Like you said, I'm a sneakerhead. I kind of get it. And I don't think it's on Jordan because they've pushed back releases. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like everything that's supposed to come out didn't come out. You know what I'm saying? It's affecting them too. So I don't know like if they bear that responsibility to be like, oh, well, we're not going to just release anything. I actually did. I agree with with with, with her, man. I, I, I did. Too. Me too. Like, I, I I think it is irresponsible of them, honestly speaking, to to still be releasing these things because they know people are gonna go out and want to get it, man. Now there are. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Let me pause you though. So yeah. so so is it the fact that it's in stores? Because I don't think it's bad that they're releasing the shoe. I just think that they need to make it. They need to explain the online process a little bit more because because somebody had to hook me up. Because it's not just, oh, let me just sign up. Like, it is a little bit involved. But think about it like this. It wouldn't be lines like that if everybody thought like that. So now you're taking away the chance for somebody that, that nationally goes out and 
to these lines and go get them, camp out and do these things. I don't think it's just about the culture food. I think they just actually like to have sneaker in hand right then and there. They don't want to order it. So, so now, you know, instead of just not catering it to any, everyone, just don't make it available for anyone. Because I don't like, because I don't like ordering. Y'all know me, right? I don't like ordering online. So now you're saying that I can't get the shoe I want because now I got to order this online. I mean, it's a shoe though. Like at the end of the day, it's a shoe. And it's like, are you, is it really worth putting your life at risk and other people's lives at risk over a shoe? Or would you rather go with what Ralph is saying and just be like, yo, if you want this shoe, you have to buy it online. That seems like that's the most logical move. It is a logical thing, but again, like we're talking about a certain culture of of doing like of, of how people do this. Now, I, I do agree with like like because like the new the, uh, the the royal the royal ones came out right, so that came out this Saturday, mm-hmm. and and um and people were going online, but you got a lot of bots online. So now with Wish ATL, because they got so many bots. On the, doing that online thing, now they gotta. Now they have to sell it in the store. So now they putting it to where you can buy it online and you can go pick it up in the store. I, yeah, yeah. What do the bots do? Because the bots can't make purchases, right? People are finding a way to do it. People are okay. finding a way to do it. Yeah, people are finding a way to uh, make it work. Well, here's the thing. I I think I think I'm more I'm I'm more okay even with an in store pickup. You know what I'm saying? Because you know with, with the company that I work at. Um, we're not selling anything out the store. Like you gotta come or like you gotta order it over the phone with your customer service. And when you pull up, hey, what's your name? Let me see your ID. I bet I, I hand you the bag in the car, and that's it. You but know you you'll it's still have problem. the lines though, Ralph. Not yeah. necessarily, because you could go at any time to go get your yeah. shoe. Yeah, but it's, you could even triage people and keep people in the car and be like, What's your name? All right, cool, boom. Here you go. You you know what I'm saying? In a perfect world, that would be great. But you know how how that stuff get like in the sneaker culture, that it gets crazy. It gets crazy. And they have to adjust. You tell them, "Don't get out of your car. Wait in your car. If you're picking up the shoe, give us your order number, and we'll get it for you." Joe Crab, Joe Crab Shack does that. Get their shoes. Joe Crab Shack tell people to stay their ass in the car, and they still be out there standing in line. With mask on, without mask on. And you know what you tell them? You don't get your shit unless you get the fuck back in your car. It's even worse with snoopers. I don't, so, so people, I don't know if you familiar because you, like you said, you order stuff online. I've been in lines. Dog, it's it's worse. It's worse than a Joe Crab Shack. Like people literally be getting in fights. People literally get killed. People literally get shot around over some shoes. It's I know that. Person. And I meant the juicy crab. I'm sorry. I don't know why I said Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> juicy crab. What black folks ain't gonna be out of Joe's Crab Shack surrounded like that? <laughs> Juicy crap. <laughs> yeah. All right. And, and you know, I feel you. You know, I understand that that culture. And I know it gets crazy in them lines. But at the same time, like, I, I, feel, I, I feel it is a bit irresponsible to release these J's and shoes. But I also think that in these times, like, we got to, we like, you got to go around that curb a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And I think that if you really want the shoe, you will wait in your car to get to, to let even if you gotta wait 30 minutes, people fucking sleep overnight for some of these. Civilized you know? people do. Huh? Civilized people do. Yes. And I feel you. And, and you know what who you know who loses out? The uncivilized. Because if you can't just chill in your car for 30 minutes to an hour for us to work this line, then that's on you, bro. That's on you. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think at the end of the day, it's about public safety, but at the same time, it's about still doing business. No, yeah, I agree. I, I wish it could work like that, man. I really do. But I think the easiest way is to do it because I mean, where are you wearing shoes right now anyway? Like, why, why, why are they even selling shoes right now? Where are you going? Oh, like, house! Look, you got a little fly in the house, man. <laughs> no. I don't get it. I don't get why they're releasing these shoes. I'm like, bro, like, why? But people- y'all don't wear them anyway, right? Don't some of y'all just buy them because it's art and you just kind of put them in a box? Well, not maybe I- not you, but like, I know like Doug, he'll buy shoes but not wear them because he thinks it's like it's cool to have this piece of art and he just kind of leaves it in the box and sets it up somewhere. Do do is that not a thing with a lot of sneaker people or do all y'all wear them? Well, a lot. Well, a lot of people do. They, they buy two pairs, huh? Or yeah. Some of them buy two pairs. So they can wear one and then put one in the make a two pair, or they or they'll get or they'll they'll purchase them and wear them later when they're out when when nobody has them. Like they'll they'll like like they'll get them now, right? But they won't wear them next year. So then everybody be like, "Damn, where did you get those?" Like, oh, I got them last year or something like that. Like people do that too. Yeah, oh yeah. But but me and Rod, we're 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 the the the, the type of sneakerhead that. If I buy them, I'm wear them. I may not wear them like the next day. Sometimes I will, but for the most part, I'm gonna wear all these shoes. You know what I'm saying? Cause, cause what's the point? Like, what's the what's the point of spending X amount of dollars for me to just oh these are nice? Like, I don't want them to get scuffed. Like, wear them shits, man. I don't know, man. Like when I listened to Doug, and of course y'all know I don't know shit about sneakers, but when I listened to Doug, it was very interesting the way he was putting it. He was like, it's art and. Yeah. You know, some I buy the sneakers, I look at them, I might put them on display, and then I might just stick them up somewhere. Because for the longest time, I was like, I don't get buying a pair of shoes if you're not going to wear them. But when he explained it, I was like, okay, that makes complete sense. No, yeah, for sure. Or you just don't wear them that often. Yep, that too. I think he does. I think he buys pairs and just doesn't wear them. Period. But but you know what? I know people that will buy records and not, and they don't listen to them. Oh, sure. They buy them, and like I have a couple that I won't play because it's so rare. But I have the songs somewhere else. I might have them on CD, or I might have them on MP3, and I'll just stick it on my shelf. And you know, I have it, and it's cool to have, but I don't want to fuck it up. So maybe it's the same thing with certain. Item. Yeah, collector's item, right? I get you, but, but yeah, but like with shoes, though, it's like. I mean, I, I don't want a whole bunch of this. like records. Look at look at your back of your wall. Like you, it's a little thin thing you can put it in the shelf. I already don't have places where I can put these big ass Bro. boxes. Do you see all this shit? I, I understand. I wish I didn't have this. Like I, I I think this is stupid, but I do it for some reason. So I mean, my I, point I is, my point is this: that that first block of of, of your records. That, just imagine the bulk of a, that being shoes. Right, that's what I mean. I, 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 think, I still think it's stupid, but I get why people do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know it takes up a lot of space, but if you have this impulse to keep collecting this shit, that's yeah. just the way it goes. I've, I've seen those episodes of like Cribs or whatever it is, and they have like closets full of just sneakers. And yeah. of course, I don't get it, but I'm sure y'all would be like, oh my God, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. You would agree. To a degree, I feel, I feel like it could be a little overwhelming. Like I, I don't know, I don't know if I ever want my my shoe collection to reach 
a hundred, two hundred, sh- like that's just ridiculous. Like, you wouldn't want it. Like if you had, if you had the space and the means, you wouldn't want it. You would exactly. But but you're you you don't do it. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just he says that now because you're out of space. But dog, you know you would get every exclusive shoe you could. <laughs> You know what that that's even that's even like like when I think of you know like how how big of a house I want there comes to a point where like it's just it's too big you know what I'm saying like I wouldn't want the the uh Rick Ross mansion that Mike Tyson or that Mike Tyson used to have like 16 bedroom like bro that that's too much you know what I'm saying so for me even though yeah I would have hella shoes but I wouldn't have two three hundred pair of shoes either. Like that's just too much. You can just buy a house for your shoes. Nah. If you got that much money, you don't nah. have to have a whole big ass mansion. Just nah, go buy a house just for your shoes only. Nah, that's too much. That's too I don't much. know, man. Like I've I've said before many times, I'm always like, yo, if I if I finish this shelf off, I'm not buying anymore. <laughs> and I buy a new shelf, and I'm like, all right, if I finish this shelf off, I'm not buying anymore. Right now, I literally have two squares left, and that's it. And I have no more room. And I, I'm stopping not because I want to stop because I feel like I have too many. I'm stopping because I literally physically do not have any more room. But if I had a bigger house and I had a bigger room to put more shit in, bro, yeah, I would get more. Yeah, I feel you. If I could afford it, you know. Yeah, but bringing it back to the uh, pandemic part, though. So what? So, what's your main question regarding that? I just wanted to know how another sneakerhead felt about it. Oh, so, so that I, was really I, I, I'm with you. I don't think they should have released them at all. Yeah. But if they wanted to, then I'm with so, one of you. I said it should be online only. Yeah, I and that's it. And, and then figure out that process and make that process as safe as possible. Mm-hmm. And you can't get it physically at all. Or you can go pick it up. But yeah, they, they like got got a window to where people are not walking on top of each other. Yeah. If they did it that way, cool. But they do bear some responsibility for that. I agree. Well, I agree. I agree. They bear responsibility for opening up the brick and mortar stores for people to stand in line and get that shoe. But I think in in 2020, you can either buy it online or do an in-store pickup. We have that that level of technology that we can do that. Yeah, y'all remember how how the lines were at Slutty Vegan? Mm -hmm. Right now, you can place your order online, show up in and out less than five minutes. Mm -hmm. When you went from three to four hour lines to in and out in five minutes. I don't see why they can't do that with shoes. I understand people act crazy and they want to fight and shit, but I don't know, man. There's got to be something they can do. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, the, the the best solution I've seen is the is the store pickup, like, that Wish is doing. You basically, it's a raffle. You get chosen, it'll hit you back, let you know when you can pick them up. That's probably the best way possible right there. You know what? I meant to send all this picture. I didn't send it because I forgot. But y'all know that store, City Gear. Mm-hmm. Do they sell Jordans? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, they do. Oh, I thought City Gear was like Rainbow, or like one of them, like like ghetto ass. <laughs> they really. I don't know when it switched over. Because oh. I, like it used to be like that too. Okay, because I saw I was going to Big Lots and I was leaving Big Lots mm-hmm. and I saw I saw a hella line outside of City Gear and I was like. 
Yeah, city huh, gear. They get some call can I jeans or something. Why is there a line? Another store that's like that is DTLR. They sell Jordans too. Oh, I thought I thought all they sold was like Winston's. <laughs> like small <laughs> things. I didn't know they sold like real shoes. Yeah, I, I ain't been in there in a minute. Okay, that's cool. All right. Yeah. Where did you go to? The one on the um by West End? Yeah, no, 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 no. The one by um the mall, the one by uh by South Decap Mall. Oh, okay. I'm gonna tell you how serious it is, Mike. Walmart sells doors. No, they don't sell the retros. They don't sell the retros. They sell, they sell Jordans though. They they do sell some of the retros online. They're like Nike Jordan. Oh, oh and online. Walmart sells everything online. Walmart mm-hmm. sells like rare records online, which is yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was I was looking um the other day. I was trying to help my my homie out with like a suspension part for his BMW. And Walmart pulled up like, oh yeah, you can order it from here. I'm like, what the hell? You know why? Because they drop ship. Yep, they're turn they're trying to turn it to Amazon, Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yep. and it's a mess. I hate it. it. Is. Yeah, it's not gonna work because their customer service fucking sucks. Their shipping sucks. The infrastructure is not there. What is it? The infrastructure is not there for Walmart. Look, I ordered, I ordered a record from there one time, and that shit was in a fucking envelope with like. <laughs> Four or five pieces of tape around that bitch, and I was like, I was praying. I have not prayed in years. I was praying. I was like, please don't let this shit be fucked up. I was lucky it wasn't, but they don't. They don't have it. They can't do it, man. They don't have it together. Mm-mm. Um. All right. Cool. So, uh, real quick before we move to the next topic, I forgot to say, uh, in the upfront that um, R.I.P. to Andre Harrell. Yes. Um, Betty. Right, yeah, and little Richard, um, <laughs> all died from natural. I mean, that's natural. They didn't die from the corona, uh, from what I've seen. Um, so that's what I mean by natural causes. Uh, but yeah, um, guys, I grew up with that whose music and decisions had an impact on my life. So yeah, gone too soon. Um, I was going to say, and Jerry Stiller, who was that? That's the, um, the dad on King of Queens. I didn't watch that. So, but I did see it trending, but yeah, I didn't get it. Yeah. um, So yeah. Yeah. Ben Stiller's daddy. Yeah. Ben Stiller's father. Oh, Oh, I didn't know his dad was an actor. Yeah, I mean, if you didn't really watch King of Queens, then you wouldn't really have understood it. And to be honest, I didn't really watch it, but my brother was super into it, and I, you know, just kind of resurfaced it the other day. Um, so, yeah, he kind of reminds me of, a, if y'all ever watched Boy Meets World, he kind of reminds me of, like, a Mr. Feeney, in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like that old guy on the show who, you know, is likable. Everyone loves to hate him type of thing. So, yeah, gotcha. he just laughed. And it was from Natural Causes, too. Okay. Uh, what's your topic? My topic? Um, mm-hmm. So I have been trying to research this because I just came across it maybe a couple of hours ago, which y'all, I already know I'm going to be um, all types of, um, what do you call it, facts only for this? Um, <laughs> but, 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 but something that I thought was interesting. So you know how like OnlyFans is uh on the come up nowadays, I think, you know, a lot of sex workers have band together to basically change the type of platform of OnlyFans. Um, 
I guess it started off as like a really popular play, kind of like a patron, like a patron or um, just like, you know, like another type of subscription service where people can promote content on there. Um, and it didn't start off as sexual necessarily, but I think a lot of sex workers found that it was good for their streaming services. <clears throat> so a lot of people had like monthly subscription plans and stuff. And ever since Corona, you know, um, I think their their platform has jumped in the number of um, people who have, you know, subscribed. And then of course, Beyonce just did like a shout out for it um, on, you know, uh, Megan's new song that just, you know, hit number two on Billboard, et cetera, et cetera. So anyways, a lot of people are getting into this like platform and a lot of people are signing up for OnlyFans trying to see what it's all about, you know, sharing their nudes online or whatever, whatever. Now I did see this posted and I've been trying to look for like an actual link because I'm not sure how people are getting wind of this, but I'm just going to read what the post says. It says, I know I have a lot of friends who started selling content in the past few months. You should consider cashing out, packing up, changing platforms, and telling your audience so you can rebuild somewhere else. To summarize, OnlyFans is a garbage company who owns their relevance to the same sex workers they've been scamming. They've been deleting accounts, refunding subscribers with no compensation to the content creators, denying hacks, and allowing subscribers to view content in DMs after the removal of the content creator. Don't buy into this company after they rebrand as a family-friendly platform. They made their money facilitating adult content sales. Now they're going to leave content creators high and dry. Shame on the platform, not the people who trusted it. Now, I think that this is interesting because I haven't seen a statement from OnlyFans um, in their plight, I guess, to expand their market to be like more family-friendly or kid-friendly. But this is something that we've seen happen before with Tumblr. Remember, like, Tumblr used to be, like, super, like, sexually explicit and all of that, and I think they tried to clean up the platform, so now there's, like, a lot more porn and stuff on um, Twitter, I think, because of, you know, the whole cleaning up of Tumblr, and I think with the the laws that, I'm not sure if it was the laws that they passed or certain laws that they took away, I forgot what laws they were, but just, like, with the whole, you know, Trump administration trying to clean up the, the interwebs. I wouldn't be surprised if OnlyFans decided that their market was a lot bigger for what it was originally intended and goes like, you know, another type of route where they just kind of kick all the sex workers off and just rebrand to, you know, children or family friendly content. I would not be surprised. So I'm looking more into this to see um, if they've made any comments on this, but, you know, beware, I guess. That's my whole thing on it. Isn't Lizzo on Emma, uh, OnlyFans? Get the hell out of here, Ken. <laughs> I, I really don't know. I know Safari and Erica Mena are on there. Hmm. And I think Amber Rose inquired about making one. Why did it blow up <laughs> like this? Huh? Why did it blow up like that? Like, there had to be some cosign. Was well, it Beyonce? It was before Beyonce, honestly. So, like... Go ahead. Like chicks, bro. Like, like they have hundreds of thousands to millions of followers, and they're always saying, "Oh, follow my OnlyFans, do this, do that." So they promoted. That's how it blew up. Yeah, and a lot of strippers and sex sex workers have been promoting their content on OnlyFans. OnlyFans, again, it started out as like a platform where people could just, you know, you could follow me for like a monthly subscription and subscribe to whatever it is that I do. Um, and then a lot of cam girls started getting on the platform and just being like, all right, look at my titties, look at my ass, look, you know, you want to pay for it. I'm gonna show it to you. And they 
I think it's really started popping off because on social media, nobody believed that OnlyFans content creators would really be paid as much as they said that they were. So people started posting screenshots of like their money, like their monthly um, earnings. And it would be like $40,000, $30,000, like in the thousands because they can do that. It was like a, you know how like when you find a niche, whether it's on Amazon or whatever your content is, when you find a niche and people go there specifically for that niche, it's kind of like, I've heard people describe OnlyFans kind of like similar to like your homegrown farmer raised locally grown porn versus like a regular porn site with like pulled porn from different places. It's kind of like your mass produced, you know, um, camera crew type of, you know, type of porn. So again, it didn't really start off as that. And I think the person who makes the most money on OnlyFans is actually like a work, like a fitness guru Mm. who doesn't take their clothes off at all. Um, But yeah, sex workers definitely capitalized on the platform. And I think they felt like this was their safe space for a long time um, because there was a lot of kinks to work out with the platform as far as people, you know, stealing content and stuff um, and shopping it around on other sites. A lot of stuff from OnlyFans would end up on Pornhub or other places like that. So they just recently, I think, put into the clause that if, you know, similar like copyright for, for artists, if they hear any of that music outside of that particular space, they, you know, what is it, a cease and desist or, you know, basically to get the, the, um, the content back. Because I would, I would assume that they own rights to that, that content once you sign with them. So I don't know how they're going to do it. So OnlyFans kind of replaced Tumblr? Wasn't Tumblr known for all that set stuff? Kind of, sort of, but not really. So t- people posted a lot of sexually explicit stuff on Tumblr, but it wasn't like a subscription site. Okay. Yeah. And that wasn't Tumblr's purpose either, though. Yeah, it, it wasn't Tumblr's purpose though. either. Say what? Both y'all were talking. Who said what? Yeah, no. What did somebody repeat? <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say um, to what Mike was saying, that's not really what it was for either. Tumblr was more like a like a mood board platform. It was kind of like, here's a picture. You know, it, it, I don't know. Tumblr felt very MySpace-ish, but it wasn't MySpace. Like the platform was set up different. Mike, how would you describe it? It was, it was, I'm trying to think of that website that was like diaries, like, fuck, what was the name of it? Um, it was basically a bunch of fucking emo kids would go on there and put their like diary entries and that's basically what Tumblr was. I just can't think of the name of it now. Yeah. Um, something. God, that's going to really it, it started out that way? Yeah, it yeah. started out that way, Ken. So, like, people who had Tumblrs, there would be different types of Tumblrs to where there's, like, the dark web Tumblr to where it's just, like, different gifts of, like, nudes and erotic poems and photo photographs. And then some people's t- Tumblrs were just like, this is what I cooked today. Um, let me reblog people's other cool cooking posts and recipes and stuff. So there's different sections. So it was kind of a lot more even, but people started por- posting a lot more like pornographic images and stuff like that on Tumblr, which I guess, I don't know. I wasn't really on Tumblr at that time. I knew it was a thing, but I didn't go there for that. So yeah, I think when they wiped the, you know, I, I don't know if Tumblr signed some type of agreement. I forgot how they got the website cleaned up. Um, Yahoo. Yahoo bought them. Yahoo bought them. Yes, 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 yes. So yeah, that's what happened. And they had to clean up the platform. So then all of the Tumblr people ended up just kind of moving over to Twitter because their, um, I guess, 
I don't know, uh, not boundaries, my goodness, they're, they're, um, things were a lot more open. Um, so, but now, you know, Twitter is making it to where I, I saw it rumored that they were going to have some type of notification before you post a tweet with a curse where it's like, Hey, this has explicit language. Are you sure you want to say this? Like, I don't know if that's a thing. I just feel like the entire internet is moving towards like a more, what's the word I'm looking for guys? Um, I guess less explicit family-friendly, censored, basically, like censorship, I guess, which kind of was expected with the whole, you know, internet thing in general. Anyways, the reason I bring this up, it's, it's not cited, it's not, you know, from like a news source or like a, like a statement from OnlyFans. I was just seeing a lot of sex, sex workers sharing their experiences about how accounts are starting to be deleted. And I feel like those things come in waves before the actual, you know, site makes its announcement. So just beware if you have someone that you follow on OnlyFans, talk to them, see where they're moving over to. If you were thinking about making one, I don't know about it. And then a lot of people were in uproar because again, OnlyFans, it's not like where, you know, people can just cash app you and that's the, the monthly subscription service. You legit have to do like a 1099 or whatever, and, like, be taxed on it, so, (laughs) yeah, they don't even do that in the strip clubs, so it's definitely different, but, yeah, people are upset, and they're, they're, you know, that's, that's a lot of people's income, so. Real quick, so I get some facts-only bullshit about this. It's LiveJournal, is the, oh, I remember. I remember that. That's kind of what I took Tumblr to be, because I was on Tumblr towards the beginning, and I really liked it, yeah, um, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily because it was like porn or anything because it's silly. I can just go to a porn website if I want porn. But Tumblr yeah. was cool because you could really just put anything there as explicit as you wanted it to be. You could put it on Tumblr. So yeah. but yeah, that's basically how I took it is like live journal was just like kids putting up their thoughts or whatever. And then they moved it to Tumblr and they could put a little bit of words to it. So it was basically like Instagram before Instagram was Instagram. Yeah, yeah. that. I I remember uh, articles about like all the people that posted pornographic stuff and stuff like that. They were like, "Where are we gonna go now?" Mm-hmm. And um, so yeah. But as for OnlyFans, it I, I say it's Beyonce fault. <laughs> yeah. Beyonce fault. Hey, once she shouts you out like that, if, if if I'm working at OnlyFans and I get that type of free pub- publicity. Mm-hmm. I gotta clean all this shit up. <laughs> so, so all y'all pack your shit up and get out. Because <laughs> say they shout us out, and they all coming over here. Thank That's you for it. your service. <laughs> we got it from here. That's so ironic too, because the way that in which Beyonce shouted it out, it's almost like she was very supportive of sex workers. But being that Beyonce is Beyonce, and that everyone listens to her, whether or not she shouted it out in a way that OnlyFans is known for it wouldn't make sense that they may clean up the platform just because they know they have a lot of income and people who want to sign up. What did she so, say exactly? She said on my demon time, I'm a startup. I might start out only fans. Okay. So then I agree with Ken then because everyone knows Beyonce is not about to go on there and show no titties. Correct. So her, her shouting out a website like that is going to bring a whole bunch of kids from her audience to start looking at that website. So it's not all her fault, but I mean, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Maybe she should have made it very clear. Like, yo, I think 
I think y'all showing vagina on OnlyFans is tight. <laughs> no, Mike, that's basically what she said. No, it's not. She said in her demon time, she's going to start an OnlyFans. Everybody knows that's not true. Beyonce is not about to get naked on no website. Nah, she's not. But I, I tell you this, man, them OnlyFans girls, they, 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 was ra- they was raking in, bro. They was making like 50 grand like in a month or two, sometimes like in a quarter. Like they was making stupid money. So. Yeah, yeah. My my ex girlfriend used to be a um, a suicide girl, and she started doing OnlyFans, and was telling me how much money she makes. And I'm like, God damn, we need to get back together because God, you making that kind of money? She was she actually went to school for law, mm-hmm. and I tried to talk her out of doing certain things because I was like, You're trying to move into law. It may not be a great idea for you to be showing your face and your nakedness. Mm-hmm. on the internet because if somebody finds that et cetera et cetera they're gonna judge you whatever whatever she did it anyway but at this point she's like i'm just gonna do this for a while because this is making me a lot of money mm-hmm. i'm like damn all right well do your thing mm-hmm. let me buy a dollar <laughs> yeah um rod did you find anything he found a half glass of wine Mm-hmm. What you got, Mike? Oh man! So, have y'all have y'all watched the pandemic yet? The what? <laughs> I haven't. I wanted no parts of it, but I didn't watch it. Bro, I saw people talking about it. Say what? Is it a TV series or something? <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. It's a um, it's a quote unquote documentary. So basically, um, it's a documentary that a lot of people have been posting about the conspiracy behind coronavirus. Oh, gosh. So, of course, I'm hearing this, and I'm like, oh, I'm interested. I want to watch it. It sounds cool. And it ends up being the exact reason why I don't talk to people that are self-proclaimed conspiracy theorists. Oh, gosh. oh is, so, this, is this what you was tweeting about? Cause I saw some some tweets and stuff, and I was like, "Damn, I wonder what Mike talking about." I uh, I tweet a lot, man. Depending on my work day, I don't know. I might have. Yeah, you were talking about like conspiracy, and you was going back and forth with a couple people. I think this is what it was. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Because um, I saw a lot of not a lot of people, but some people that I actually respect quite a bit that were posting links to this documentary. And the, the issue with the documentary is people will watch stuff like this. And when it comes to conspiracy theories, a lot of times, if, if you see something that sounds as far-fetched as humanly possible, that's the shit that people want to believe. So that they won't do any sort of research whatsoever on the people behind it. So the, the documentary is made by this woman, her name's Judy Mikovits, or it might be Mikovits. It's, one of the two. And um, she's basically trying to imply that the entire thing was launched intentionally and that uh, Tony Fauci is behind it. So when it's only 25 minutes. And in the 25 minutes of this bullshit documentary, she's throwing out so many just insane claims that people are running with. I won't go through all of them, but I'll go through a couple of the important ones. One of the really important ones is she's basically saying that this, this virus 
was manipulated in a laboratory and released she she said intentionally first but then she kind of switched it up a little bit to say she wasn't sure if it was intentional or not but she's basically trying to say that this was not a naturally occurring virus so that's one thing that has people flipping out because now they're thinking oh my god the government released this to us on purpose trying to kill us that's the first thing the second thing is she claims to not be an anti-vaxxer but i think she is an anti-vaxxer but she's claiming that if you get a flu virus, the, the, I mean, a, the, a flu vaccine, the flu vaccine contains coronavirus, which, of course, is not true. So, of course, people are hearing that and they're freaking out, thinking the government is trying to poison them. Then one of the other things she says is people wearing masks, <laughs> that when you wear the mask, you are effectively reinfecting yourself by wearing a mask because you're breathing your own breath. So if you have coronavirus, you are reigniting the coronavirus by wearing a mask. <laughs> exactly, Ken. So the issue I have, and what, the reason I wanted to bring this up is because a lot of times when I have conversations with people about certain conspiracies, whether it be aliens, whether it be human cloning, which I think those are things that do actually make sense and are very possible. People will always bring up the stupidest shit. And this is one. And the problem I have with this one is it's extremely dangerous because now it has people thinking that coronavirus is fake, that they should go outside and not wear masks, that they, that this whole thing is a big government conspiracy that, has been launched in order to kill people. And I'm, I'm actually a little bit surprised that nobody's heard of it but me, but I'm actually glad that some of y'all have been able to avoid this fuckery because it was everywhere for like four straight days. Is this so, on Netflix? No, it's not on Netflix. So this is the other, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. So this was the other issue. It was, it was originally on YouTube. And YouTube was like, nah, bitch, pull it down. They uploaded it again. YouTube was like, nah, bitch, yanked it down. So anytime they were trying to upload it, YouTube was snatching it down, which I actually do disagree with. But they're a privately owned company. They can do what they want. But they created their own website, and they just uploaded the video there. So you can watch the video on their site. It's like plandemic.com. I, I urge people to watch it. But what I also urge people to do is when you're done, do independent research of everything that these people are saying, especially Merkovitz, Mikovitz. She, she is a fucking nut job. And you can find plenty of actual verified doctors that are like, she has no idea what the fuck she's talking about. And the bottom line is she just released a book. So mm. she's trying to get publicity for this book. Mm. But I was literally, while y'all were talking, I was literally on Instagram just flipping around a little bit. And one of my favorite singers from a punk rock band, he fucking bought into this bullshit and just posted about it just now. And I was so tempted to be like, come on, bro. Just because it sounds far-fetched, just because it sounds like Mulder told you that this is true, does not believe, doesn't mean that you have to believe it. It takes, it takes maybe two hours to do your own research and figure out that all of this is bullshit. 
I saw it trending, and I wanted no parts of it. One thing that you said that stood out to me, because I didn't want to get frustrated like like you did, um, one of the things that stood out to me and what you said was about the lab part, because there was some reporting that it possibly that it possibly came out of a lab, and I think our government was looking into it, and then they turned around and came you know back later and and denied it, but said they're just going to do their due diligence, and I wonder if that documentary had anything to do with that because when I first saw that initial report I thought that they were just trying to be slick and trying to figure out a way to distract people from you know the the uh pandemic that we were currently in but um no no, that's not what happened like so what a lot of people don't know is when you say coronavirus this is only one of many coronaviruses right you know, and a lot of people don't really know that. They think that when you say coronavirus, you're specifically referring to the one that causes COVID-19, which isn't the case. So there's a lab in Wuhan that apparently had, uh, that was working on some sort of vaccine that involved a coronavirus. Mm. So like this woman was, was, was talking about, she's saying, oh, the U.S. government has been giving the Wuhan lab millions of dollars for years and they've been they've been trying to create this coronavirus that they could basically unleash on people which wasn't the case they really only got like 600,000 of 3.4 million that was that was being given to an entire group of labs so she's like manipulating this information to cause more fear in people but no it's they basically said that they were investigating to make sure that that wasn't true But then they're like, no, there are all features of the coronavirus that we're dealing with right now. They occur in nature. Mm -hmm. So they're like, no, this looks like it was a naturally occurring virus that may be mutated. But they're not ruling out that it might have leaked from some lab. But they're saying that they don't think that that's actually what happened. She like Alice Jones? Is she like him? Yes. Mm. Yes. That's FIFO's boy. Alex Jones? Yeah. You don't remember? FIFO, is he frozen? No. Alex Jones? You you and you and FIFO got into a big debate about that one night in front of B's crib, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember that at all. And it's about eight, nine years ago, bro. <laughs> Y'all's memory is clearly better than mine. I don't remember that. FIFO's crib. Alex Jones, he's a fucking idiot. He is, but he was. I I, I got lost in the sauce a while ago, though. I, I I had to, I had to stop listening to him because when I was listening to him, he made it seem like the fucking world was gonna end every other day, and I just had to realize like, okay, you're just fear mongering for real. He you know? he went off he he went off the deep ledge. But when you were talking, Mike, like some of the things that she was talking talking of the manipulation of information sounded just like him that was the thing that was going through my mind she's a lot like him except for she's not screaming about lizard people and shit like she's not as intense as he is she's more of the i want you to really believe me i'm gonna talk 
really calmly. Like a and, cult leader. <laughs> yes, exactly like a cult leader. Yeah. Like, I, I want y'all, I mean, you ain't got to watch the whole thing, but just watch like five minutes of it. They got everything down pat with the formula. They got the shit where it's a dark room and they do the police interrogation lighting. They got the really somber piano music in the background that's spooky. Sound like some shit that fucking Alchemist would sample for a fucking Griselda track. <laughs> it's like, it's down to the T. They are making it to where they know people are going to watch this dumb shit and they're going to believe it. And when all you have to do, real quick, and I'll be done, all you got to do is look her up. She used to be a respected scientist. Mm. She was fired from a lab. She was stealing equipment. And ever since, like, she released this paper, apparently, years ago, where she was trying to say that chronic fatigue syndrome was caused by a virus. And before the paper, like, I think the paper actually did get published, but then it got retracted because nobody could replicate her her data. No one. So they were like, well, this can't be true. (laughs) So it seems like ever since this happened, she's been trying to get back at the science world. And then she pops up with this documentary where she's being in, she's being interviewed by a guy who has no medical background. He's a fucking model and a YouTube star. And he's just sitting there just, so tell us, tell us what else Anthony Fauci's been doing. Like, it's so wild, but people are believing it. I'm, I'm, again, I'm glad none of you guys have seen it. And I'm glad none of you guys are promoting it because I would have been extremely disappointed in y'all. You're describing a real life supervillain or a villain. I mean, <laughs> like, bro. When you said she's trying to get back at the industry, it's like they cast her aside. <laughs> and her He's plot like is to get revenge. <laughs> yeah. And she's gonna take the world down to do it. Bro. And before yeah. anyone tries to 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 fax only me, look, I'm giving a very uh <laughs> uh high level overview of this fucking wacko. But I literally, after I watched that documentary, I literally sat around for about three hours just looking at all of the shit that she's been saying. And you can easily find debunking of damn near everything she says on there. The only positive I'll say that I got from this is I do think it is very important to question the vaccines that they give us. But at the same time, I do not think it's wise to run around saying that all vaccines do this and that vaccines cause this if there's absolutely zero proof. And that is this woman's problem. She has no proof of anything, but she's just spouting off a bunch of bullshit. What about if the vaccine is used to put chips in us so they can track us? I heard that today. (laughs) Literally today I heard that, that they don't want, people don't want to get coronavirus vaccine because they think that the government is going to chip us and the weird thing is they were saying it was mostly going to affect black people yeah that's the conspiracy why walker i saw it on reddit summer walker apparently i guess has been peddling this and i saw like, okay Eh. who's summer walker she's She's the rapper singer right yeah she's an r&b singer well i've never heard of her but yeah i have a listener in her music but yeah she was um telling people not to get or black people not to get vaccines because they would put the chip in us look and and so i i I don't agree with the chip part at all that's ridiculous i don't know where she got that from but china is doing something 
that I'm curious to see what's going to happen with it, where you you have a color-coded device or a wristband or something on your phone to where, as an example, you get on a bus, they have to scan your phone to see if you have or have had the coronavirus or not. And if it flashes orange, you got to get off, or if it flashes green, you got to go. Where's so I think that's a interesting idea, and I wouldn't be opposed to that, but what people are ma- trying to make people aware of or questioning is whether or not this is going to extend past, past the coronavirus and if they're using this as a form of contact tracing. So I think it's their first version or their version of contact tracing. But so, haven't they always had something like that? Like, don't they have a system based on like a merit system and how many points you have and how good you are as a person and all that stuff? Isn't that already over there? That's I don't know. It sounds like a video game or like Black, Black Mirror. Mirror. A lot of China does sound like Black Mirror. <laughs> like, but I think that they're just more technologically advanced than we are. But that to me doesn't sound out of the norm for something that China would do. Well, the thing that makes it stupid is people implying that China wouldn't just say, yeah, we're tracking you. Right. It's not like the United States where they would have to lie to protect certain liberties. If China wanted to track you, they would just be like, yeah, we're going to track you. So you're going to do this and we're going to use it for this. They don't have to fucking make up an excuse. Right. Yeah. Unless they're afraid to look bad. But I wonder if like maybe that somebody, you know, saw that over there and just created their own version of it by them using the vaccine. So I don't know. It's, no, it's... They're making, they're making shit up that they're, that's what, that's how it always works with this vaccine shit. It's just like people tell you not to drink fucking water. Cause that's fluoride in it. Oh, remember what Hitler did with fluoride, man. Look, there's chemicals in vaccines. We know this, but it's all about the dosage that, that makes it poison. And if there's 0.00000001% of something, you're not going to get poisoned. Yeah. So people will hear something and they'll just run with it. Don't brush your teeth with fluoride because it'll rot your brain. No, it cleans your teeth, man. Uh-oh, has one of y'all said that? <laughs> no. Because oh, y'all, y'all looked at each other and I was like, oh, <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> no. Oh, that was, the, that was the mic, shut the fuck up, move on. Thing. Uh, yeah, no. this is true. Let's move on. Because this shit is really frustrating because, man, I'm just waiting for the day that my mom calls me with this shit. And I'm, I, oh, <laughs> my best friend's mom posted it on Facebook and I almost messaged her, but I was like, let me just get off Facebook. Did, um, I can't remember. I, I can't remember if it happened before or after the last system, Mike. Did, did Ahmad happen before? Did we, we didn't talk about Ahmad, right? We didn't. So there's your topic. Yeah, that's no, we did. Yeah. And it happened last week, uh, but yeah, it, it never did come up as a topic. Yeah, so I think it would be, you know, not right for us not not at least bring that up and talk about it. Um, Go. It was here in Georgia. Yeah, in Brunswick. Yeah. Yeah, I've been to Brunswick before. You got it, Rod. So what happened, man? I haven't heard anything about this, Ahmad. Who's Ahmad? Tell me about him. <laughs> well, I personally haven't seen the video or anything. I saw, like, uh, some clips on um, – what, what was it? Hacked? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I haven't seen the entire video. Well, basically – this happened back in what February? Mm-hmm. Yep. It was a um, a black guy, black. I don't know how old he was. Twenty five. Uh, he was jogging in his. This was his neighborhood, right? Was it his neighborhood? Wow. That's what they're saying. He was jogging in his neighborhood, and I guess he fit the description of someone that 
was, I guess, stealing out of people's cars or something like that in the neighborhood. But break-ins, I think. Stuff like that. And so uh, two white men, uh, uh, father and his son. The Matt Michaels. Yeah, went, got in their truck, and basically hunted this man down, started an altercation with him, and shot him. Dead. It was a guy that was filming. He was he he's now saying that he wasn't a part of it. Blind. But at the time it was report well, at the time the news broke or it went national last week, because I didn't hear about this in February. Yes. Interesting. But um he was reported to be I've been the third guy. He said he he said he's the one who released the video. Yeah. But he said he released the video because he thought it would clear his friends. That was the last thing I read. Wow. Yeah, I can look it up while we're talking. That was the last thing I read was that he had originally said that he released the video because he thought that the evidence on the video would clear his friends of murder. Hmm. But I mean, he was in on it. He was part. He was part of the whole but thing. But the thing about that what, that statement is that it sounded like his friends were pretty much in the clear already. Yeah, basically. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm looking it up now. Yeah. Because- but what, I, what I wanted to um. Oh fuck! I forgot. Damn it! You said something I was gonna correct, Rod, but I I forgot what it was. Well, I know I said um. No, I, yeah, I don't know what you would have corrected actually. Well, you know that they um actually got the father and son, and they locked them up, and they're gonna go to trial and all that. Was it about the break-ins, Mike? Yes, thank you. Yes, Ken. Yeah, there were no actual reportings of any burglaries in that neighborhood. Wow. So it was bullshit. Yeah, there was no reported burglaries since I think it was like for the prior 30 days or something or maybe even longer. There were no burglaries. So then they released this video showing um, Ahmad going into a house. So the way it was originally presented was, oh, he was going in this house and he was stealing stuff. Yeah. But then when the video comes out, it's a house that's under construction, a new house. He goes in, he looks around, and he leaves. He does run out, but he doesn't run out looking like he's stealing something. He looks like he's exercising when he's le- like he's running out or jogging out. And the fucked up thing is, it's like, who hasn't done that? Like, I've done that I, a million times. So I'm like, in my neighborhood, and, and someone's building a house, I'm, I won't go inside, but I might go look in the window and be like, oh, yeah, that's, that's going to be a nice house. Then I go on with my day. Which that's what it looks like he was doing. I've gone inside, so yeah, I, I've done that. But you feel safe because you stay in the subdivision, and you know what are you stealing? And you walk out with nothing, and it's just a house under construction. Seems harmless. It should have been. Did you know that somebody started a GoFundMe uh, for the father and son? Of course, oh, they did. That, that Christian Facebook account. Well, I don't even know. I it was saw- like Christians for something. I saw it. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I, out of all people, I saw it on Fre- on Freddie Gibbs timeline, and, oh. and he he was talking about it like y'all about to get these people a million dollars to to defend themselves. Yeah, I I um I did watch the video. Um, it's so weird because I I was numb to it, like it didn't affect me one way or the other, and. 
it almost felt like you were watching something on on TV, and I'm not laughing, you know, as as joking. It's just like almost in disbelief of how desensitized I've become to those sort of things, and um, and just having these conversations over the years, how it just seems like, oh, it's another another brother gone, mm-hmm. and I think just. What's really interesting to me and I, is how this thing is just blew up. Like, it's everywhere. And I saw people talking about it last week, and I didn't want to click on it because I knew it was another black person killed. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'm not going to click on it, and I'm going to leave that where it was at. I think I may have saw you talking about it, Mike, actually. And then the next morning, I saw it trending again. And I asked my wife, I was like, what is this Ahmad thing? What's going on with that? Like, why are people still talking about it? And she told me. And then eventually I went and watched the video. And I was like, wow. So then today, uh, of course, all of the news places are covering. The guys have been arrested and stuff like that. And then all of these people are signing these petitions, Tom Brady, you know, all these high profile names are, you know, signing on for, it's not a petition, but something that, that people are going on that doing. And it's just like, it's just amazing to see this amount of support. I don't even know if that's the right word, but the response that people are having in reaction to this. Yeah. And it's happened so many times. And I'm just curious, like, why Ahmad? Why this guy? What is it about this guy that made so many prominent white people and others say, man, that's really fucked up what they did? I think because it was regular civilians and it wasn't like police, police police department. It's like, these are two armed white men in a pickup truck. Until you find out that they are police were affiliated with the police department. Yeah, yeah, they're affiliated, but but we all we knew them is just two two white guys in a pickup truck and when it when it got this guy down. But then that happened in Florida when the guy got killed with the music. Yeah, same thing happened with George Zimmerman. Like this is not a shock. This happens all the fucking time. But I think with this one This one this one Yeah, yeah. They went after him. So no, I don't disagree with you. I, I do agree that does the 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 way this story is playing out or the way it played out, this vigilantism yeah. um, is really, I think, really maybe people were surprised that that didn't happen because so I think you do make a good point mm-hmm. that the story has always been about the cops and police brutality. Yeah. All these guys or one of them were former cops or DL, whatever they were. To the regular person, they just see two white men hunting down a black man. Right. So, I get that. Yeah, because like even though, even the situation in Florida, like where the guy was playing his music loud or something like that. Yeah. Like that was like, oh, that dude reacted because the guy. Not saying that that made it made it like you know right or anything like that. I'm just saying that it's not the same as oh that guy got in his car got on the highway and found the guy that was playing music loud in front of his house. It was an altercation that escalated. Yes. 
Well, Do you think the timing and us being in a quarantine has anything has played into this at all? Possibly. The timing is the most curious thing to me. Um, I was listening to the New York Times, and I think one of the reporters said that he started working on it um, a month or so ago, but it was hard to really get the story out because the pandemic was, you know, capturing all of the headlines and now seems to be the moment. Um, But, yeah, the timing and the way everything just lined up is just so odd to me. And the response, I've never seen as many people care about the death of a black man before. Yeah, you have. It happens every time. It'll fade, but not it every time. white people. Not white people, prominent yeah. white people. What prominent white people are you talking about? Tom Brady. Celebrities he's talking about. Say again? Tom Brady is one. Celebrities did the same shit when Mike Brown got shot. They do it every time. They just don't stick with it. White so, celebrities? Yes, white celebrities every time. Look, you think if it was black celebrities, anybody would give a shit? No. White celebrities always stand up and say something for a hot minute, but then they move on to something else. This is different. I don't think it's different. Yeah, it's, it's, it's different. I think it's the same old shit. Same, yep. And it'll happen again and again and again and again. And again and again. And again. Say again? What's the same old shit and what will keep happening again? Which it's killing. This killing. Yeah, yeah. It's oh. the same shit. Yes. They, a black yes. kid will die. Black folks will be like, what the fuck? This is crazy. A couple of prominent white people will say, oh, this is crazy, guys. Pay attention to this. Kim K will jump out the fucking corner. Hey, I'm with y'all. What'd you, Mar- what they call her, Kim? They, Mar- Martin Luther King. Martin Luther Kim. <laughs> Malcolm X. You yeah. know what I'm saying? She'll jump out and say her little her little piece. And then, give me my Pepsi. <laughs> Right. It'll go away. It'll go away. But before people fax only me, I was trying to find the the statement that the friend of those guys made, and I, I can't find it. But the guy who took the video was definitely a friend of the father and son who killed um, Ahmad. But what I'm finding now is it says that, that the lawyer is the one that, that leaked the video. Hmm. So I guess I'm not really sure anymore who definitely leaked it. Because I was literally reading reports earlier about how the dude was saying that he was getting death threats now because right. of the video. So I don't, I don't really know, but I don't know, man. Like I think the only thing I will say that's different about this is this one hits me different. Because did I tell y'all about when I was running through that neighborhood that's by my neighborhood, but it's like a white neighborhood, and a cop stopped me and asked me what I was doing there, and I'm in clear, I'm sweating. Wearing fucking jogging pants, uh, uh, jogging shorts, the whole nine. And she asked me what I was doing there. And I was like, I'm running or whatever. And she's like, oh, well, we got a call of a suspicious, uh, suspicious person. And I was like, okay. And she was like, yes, but, you know, one of the residents called us. Some resident called us saying that, that you were involved in suspicious activity, something like that. And I was like, what suspicious activity could I possibly be doing in running shorts like what where where am I gonna put stuff that I'm stealing and he tried to grill me for a good 10 minutes was asking me where my ID was and I'm like yo I'm running why would I bring my ID you know and I had I mean it it went on for a good 10 minutes now when I saw this video Sean King posted it and I didn't read the fucking caption he all I saw was this is outrageous Mm. so I clicked it 
And when they shot that man, I was like, oh, he had to live because nobody could be as gross right post this so i was like yeah, oh, i didn't watch it i didn't watch it no i scrolled down and when i saw that it was like oh no he's dead it's like what the fuck is wrong with you people right Just keep on posting why? it keep on posting it yeah why are you posting this and sharing it repeatedly mm-hmm. <clears throat> what the fuck while I agree with you, Mike, would it have gotten the traction it had had it not come out, had it not been posted? Because this happened months ago. I read about this in February, and nobody said anything. You could cut the video off before you show this man shot and stumble to the ground and die. None of us need to see that. You could have cut the video off before that. You can show the struggle. You can even show the first shot. You don't need to show the second shot. Like, I'm telling you, y'all didn't watch it. It's fucking hard. I didn't didn't want to watch it. I I literally didn't want to watch it. (laughs) This poor man is fighting for his life. And after the second shot, he stumbles to the ground trying to get away. Jogging, it looked like. That was the thing that, that got me. Like, when he started to run, it seemed like he was back into that jog. And then he just fell down like he was almost like he was in shock about what happened um it's it's tough man it really is it's tough it's tough to watch because it's disgusting because you really think like that could literally be any of us like the mike brown situation really could have been maybe us younger uh the trayvon martin thing could have been us a lot younger this one it really could have been any of us now right especially since you jog in your neighborhood I yeah, every day almost until I got that bike thing. Every day I would jog through my neighborhood. Now my neighborhood is fairly safe. I know a lot of people and that's not really gonna happen. But I would never go back to that neighborhood I was in before. It's right by a fucking golf course, so I should have known that's a bad move, but I mean that happened to my mom the other day, actually. My mom. What did? She walks through the neighborhood all the time. Like like literally knows other people that walk through the neighborhood too. And she's friendly. Like she'll say hey to people and like stop and talk to them for 10, 15 minutes at a time. She often goes walking with my dad. And I guess she walked by, there was like a police officer by the pool who was like pulled up and stopped her and was just like, hey, man, we got suspicious reports of a couple that was, you know, um, out here walking or whatever. And she was like, well, you realize I'm alone, right? And he was like, oh, well, I mean, yeah, but just still. And she was like, so did you have any further questions for me? Or like, (laughs) just I'm confused. And she was like, I'm so glad that your father wasn't with me because we walk five mile walks all the time. That's crazy. I, um, I slightly disagree, um, Mike, with the video. Um, with what? I think people actually seeing the whole thing, I think that had an impact on how big it's become. It always does, though, and it always kind of go reverts back to nothing really being done. And that's my, and that's exactly my point. I didn't say it didn't have an impact. My point is, we are now seeing another black body dead, and, and my- nothing is going to change. So, what did that serve besides 
make a woman have to see multiple people sharing a video of her son's last moments. And what? like, I, I agree with you. Cause I remember we had a conversation like this, like a year ago when Nipsey was, um, you know, killed again, sort of kind of maybe different situation, but I remember us, you know, getting into a disagreement about whether or not, you know, sometimes we want to see videos like that because sometimes it makes it more real for us. And I think that now in this year, my, my opinion has completely changed because I'm just not interested in seeing it anymore. It almost like frightens me now, which last year, I, I don't feel like I was like that. I feel like I could stomach stuff like that. And I'm not priding myself or saying, you know, you're, you know, whatever for being able to, or not being able to digest that type of media. I just feel so it's weird. Like I'm very desensitized to it, but I'm, I'm also very sensitive to that at the same time. So it's like, I'm not surprised or shocked that it happens, but I also don't want to subject myself to seeing it because it still moves me in a way that I don't want to be moved. Like, that's not what I want to see, you know? Right. Like, I don't need that to know that the system is fucked up. Well, I don't think, look, I, I, I know that the reason these guys are in jail is because this video right. was dumped out. I know that, but I just don't, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I agree with you to a degree, Ken, but it's like a catch 22. Yes. I was trying to think of what the phrase was. Thank you. It's like mm -hmm. a catch 22. It's like, I guess it needed to happen, but at the same time, I just kind of wish people would stop sharing it. Like it's a fucking meme. Like it's a world star fight. Right. You know? What were you going to say, Rod? He just said it. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were about to say something. Oh, no, it's fine. You already said it. So it don't matter. Yeah, I, I, I don't... I guess when I was saying what I was saying, I'm not saying that there would be change from it. But I think with the response, the it, it, it feels like the response to this is larger than the other ones have been. And I think the people that watch how brutal it was probably maybe i don't know got a different feeling from this one that damn this shit is real because a lot of that stuff is is covered up or it just don't hit they're, they're insulated from it tom brady and maybe the pandemic also has something to do with it because everybody's sitting at fucking home so if tom brady and these other athletes these these and i'm talking about the white people that normally don't respond to this stuff yeah. that i've seen because they don't have much to do, many options to do now, this stuff will hit their radar, whereas before, Tom Brady or some of these guys may be off in their own world prepared for whatever they were going to do. So, but that's why I was like, what is it about this guy that has, like, it feels like this is the moment. It, it, it's not going to be at all, but it's like, why him? I, one thing that strikes me, Ken, is that I think it, this is a, a lot more blatant than other things because those men weren't even taken into custody. It was just like you killed a man and that was it. Like you went back home and had your coffee and went to bed. So it's a little di bit different than the other ones because it was there wasn't even a questioning. It wasn't you. You were doing your civic duty by killing this man. So I think the video. While I, I haven't watched it, I don't have any plans on watching it. I don't need to see it. 
but I don't, I think the fact that it was jarring, obviously, and then to know there's absolutely no repercussion or questioning or anything makes it different to me. Wasn't George, yeah. Zimmerman, wasn't George Zimmerman arrested or whatever? Wasn't he yeah. was arrested and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but these guys were chilling. Like, and they made up a, uh, they made up a reason to, yeah. to get them off, which was, you know, like the corruption was really interesting, not interesting to me, but just looking at the, the leaps they had to go through to find a reason not to arrest these guys because they were part of this fraternity. So going back to what we were saying, you know, a while ago, people maybe are accustomed to the idea of cops protecting one another and them not being arrested or face charges because that system is historically corrupt. So they understand it. Citizens on the other hand, generally are not afforded those opportunities. So, and going back to what you were saying, uh, Naomi. So to see them get that sort of privilege probably did catch a lot of people off guard. It was like a modern day mention. Oh, it was. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I thought that, you know, I, I see that word thrown around a lot and I thought this was another one of those instances. And then I watched it. I processed it. I looked at the white men I thought it was, I'm like, it's 2020. It's not the 60s or the 50s. The guy behind him, and I'm like, they hunted this man down, and this is what, like, it was similar to what they experienced back in the day. And it's 2020. Yeah. That shouldn't happen. Crazy. But a citizen's arrest, of all things, and I don't think people should be, and I don't, I'm not saying that they are, but just because they're arrested don't even mean anything. Hello. I read that goddamn law. Trust and believe there are loopholes and ways that they can use that to get these guys off. So they will sacrifice them now in order to get what they need later. They don't like, it's not about what's happening now. It's about, all right, are we going to get this guy off? And then if we get these guys off, you know, what next? And and what do we do? So there won't be – I, 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 I confidently feel there won't be any change. And this is another incident where there's a lot of outrage, shock, dismay. But what are we going to get from it? What's going to happen after the fact? What FIFO just said was going to be my follow-up question to this. Like, what do you think the outcome will be? Do you think these guys will get off? They're going to get just a little bit of time? Or whatever, like what? How do you guys think this is gonna go? They're gonna get off. I don't think these guys will get off. I do. I think it was a lot easier for them to spin the law with these other situations. With this one, I don't really think they have because these these aren't cops, and since there's nothing, maybe I'm just being optimistic, but there's literally nothing connecting Ahmad to any sort of crime. With Zimmerman, at least he could claim he was standing his ground. You know, he could claim that that Trayvon attacked him and slammed his head into the ground. He could claim that. But there's a video that shows that this dude was just running and these guys stopped him. So I don't think that the cops have really any way to swing this for these guys to get off. 
I do. Was there any altercation between him and the dude with the gun? Correct. The video, the video is is shaky. So when he's running up to the truck, it looks like one of them gets out and just stops him. And then the video kind of moves over, so you can't really see exactly what's happening. But regardless, the dude is running, and the guys stop him. And even even they admitted to that. They said they told him to stop, and he wouldn't stop. So they physically stopped him. So even by their own admission, there's really nothing that I think could save them. And so- I guess since I'm the only other person on here that's watched it, where I think it's 50-50. Mm-hmm. Um, I read the law that they cited, and they're also saying self-defense. Right. And I think right. that's the thing that concerns me because what Mike was describing, you can't see what happened after he went around the truck. If he would have went to the left, it's clearly visible. When he went to the right, they both disappear out of sight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You hear the first gunshot go off. And it's off camera, so you can't and see. And it's off camera. Right. And then you see them tussling over the gun, so they can easily – not easily, but they could try and use what people don't see as a means of their defense because they were saying that we he was fighting to get the gun from me, and I would not want and I didn't want to give him the gun, so that's why it became self defense. You're right. And see, right. I, the reason why I ask is because I read about this, like I said, a m- about a month ago, shortly after it happened, and the way that article read, the article read like there had been a bunch of burglaries in the area. This guy fit the description, had been running in the area often, and these two guys were just doing their citizens' duty to question them and make sure to protect their neighborhood on a neighborhood watch type situation. And then there was a scuffle, which ended up with him being shot. So in the article that I read, it very it, it really spun it like some self-defense type situation. Uh, who knows if they if the, the tape had been already been viewed or what the situation was with the with the um, with the what with what was posted online but i'm really fearful that especially if it is off camera when he gets shot that it's going to get spun like he was fighting with the gun or it was some sort of self-defense type situation because it wasn't like both of them it was like it was the son who shot him and i guess that's who got into the scuffle with him it wasn't i i thought it was the dad they did both shots wasn't it ken i thought it was the son okay i could be i could be wrong i could be wrong so, yeah, I, I just, I'm really here. And listen, it's Brunswick, Georgia. If anybody who's been down south, uh, mm-hmm. south Georgia, like, we, we already know what we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm fearful because of the way it was spun in the media before this video even was released. It all depends on, on um, like, is it worth it? to not to get these guys off. So it may be best for everybody's interest to send them to, to, to jail with the GBI and the FBI and all these people getting involved. You know, I think they're going to find a way to send them to jail because I don't think they want to deal with this with the amount of um, public outcry that we've seen from uh, everybody. And I haven't seen a lot of people so far sticking up for the guys. But I know that those things tend to come later where they'll start to attack and flip this thing on his head 
and start blaming Ahmad. And that slowly started to happen, but it could swell even bigger as it goes on. So everybody's going to play it safe now. Like everybody that was sharing the video, Mike, that that I started seeing tweets, people saying, oh, my bad, I didn't mean to share the video. Like they got publicly shamed into Good. issuing like a, a retweet, uh, a statement you know, apologizing for it when knowing good and damn well that they want to see it and wanted to share it because they were, you know, into that for some of them. So, so by the way, you were right. It was Travis. Sorry, FIFA, real quick. Don't forget your point. I was just going to say real quick, it was the son, Travis, that did the shooting. I just looked it up. Go ahead, Ralph. So let me pose this question because I know um, – so it. do you think if – let's just say Ahmad had a weapon on him, and he was able to fend off the the father and the son and maybe kill one, if not both of them. Do you think it's worth like spending your life in jail, but living or, you know, the, the, the other outcome? Because, because I don't know, man, like the more and more I see this type of stuff, the more and more I'm like, like, we just need, like, we need to carry weapons at all times, even if it's just a knife or something like that. But like, obviously you're jogging, you don't, really think like that but damn bro like how how do we protect ourselves from this type of stuff and we shouldn't have to but i just think that it's obvious that we that we have to what are you what are you actually what are you asking yeah i wanted to know the same thing what are so you like ha- like having a weapon at all times with you like it like do you think that it's 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 the best way to kind of like survive something like this no not really Especially not in this situation. I mean, because if it was if it was two of them, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Three, three of you count the guy behind the camera, right? So even if he did, even if he was able to protect himself, like even with a gun, the other uh, another person could have easily just shot him. Mm-hmm. So you know, you might take one down with you, but you still the the you still gonna you know you still gone. Yeah, so, yeah. In this situation, it's hard to really answer that question. Um, or in any of the situations, um, they were, you know, all, all of the victims would be villainized anyway, um, because they were turning weed, you know, against them, you know, or marijuana charges or whatever. Um, so it's hard to say, but what did come to mind was the video of them brothers walking that sister in, 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 in Detroit. In Michigan, the, yeah. Yeah, in, in, in Michigan, yeah. man, when they had them, them, uh, Automatic rifles. RA fifteen, uh, AR fifteen. Yeah. yeah, that came to mind because that flipped the script on a lot of that shit that was going on up there. And I, 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 I haven't read much on it. I saw the video. I watched it. I saw the interview they did, but I haven't seen the response, the reactions to how people felt about them brothers carrying guns versus the white people that are carrying the guns. And, so, and right. that's your question, FIFO. Um, Another thing that I can do, if like say if you were carrying, that that can be a just an extra added thing that they can throw out this whole case with. Like, yo, he had a weapon on him, and, and exactly. that, you know what I'm saying. And that, and that in itself, be like, oh, we were trying to defend ourselves. Now you now you've added something else just because you wanted to carry to protect yourself. That's going to probably get this case thrown out. Yeah, but but it's like. I'm just thinking because obviously a life was lost and it's just like, how how do we try to mitigate that moving forward? And obviously we have the right to bear arms. So even in, maybe you might complicate ju- the judicial system of stuff, but it's also possible that, you know, carrying or a knife or something, just some way to protect you, he he possibly could have still been here. I don't I, know. I, I'm I, just, 
conflicted, man, because it, it, first of all, first and foremost, it's just so sad. And then second of all, it's just, it's like, how do we protect ourselves? Like, that's, that's my biggest thing. And I don't think that we should have to protect ourselves when we're literally getting our daily, um, you know, exercise in, you know, like, like we're just literally jogging in the neighborhood and whatever happened, it doesn't matter if I stop at a house or this, that, and the third, that, that shouldn't like, it shouldn't be nobody else's prerogative outside of the police. And even that's very questionable to come and question me about stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, how do I protect myself? Because that could, like, like, like Mike said earlier, that could be any one of us. The one thing that complicates this question in this scenario is that what are you going to do against the cops? These were citizens. Most of the stuff that we've been dealing with were, you know, have been cops. So you could probably shoot Jordan Zimmerman. You could probably shoot these guys, but then you go to prison and that's a life lost there. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's, I, 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 I think the, the thought exercise, the idea of it is, is I won't say interesting. I have to think about it some more because it could cause the wrong type of reaction if we started fighting back, because now we truly are, threats to people out there versus being imagined threats because we're stabbing folks and shooting folks. Maybe that's what it'll take at this point. And and, and that's why I think it's, 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 it's a thought because maybe that would change some shit up. Not even to be funny. <laughs> if black people like had exercised our right to bear arms in the same way that white people are storming into motherfucking governments and senate meetings and all these things like that and having these fucking blow torches in their backs and all these whether whatever machinery and machine guns people would be shook and i think that that would be the things that i don't know in what way it would change but i do think it would change something i don't know if people would revise gun laws or whatever it would you know take but if black people were walking around with ar-15 strapped on their backs the way that some of these white people just be carrying it around like it's a keychain to mcdonald's people would be shook I'm telling you them them brothers and and i think it's lance in michigan hey look they heroes they are heroes in my book and i think they i think they shook some shit up <laughs> they shook some shit up when they did that shit you know them b no, you should. <laughs> just trying to look at the flip side of that, though. Like, isn't that the problem already? Because they are quote unquote shook, so they feel like they're trying to, you know, protect their lives because they're so scared of black folks. Which one? No, they're just racist. I mean, yeah. I mean, yes, yes, racist. But that, that's why I said quote unquote. Aren't they already? Isn't that already the excuse that they're scared of us? If they no, nah, because I mean. They could, try to, they could try to use that excuse after the fact, but no one that's scared of somebody runs to their house, grabs their guns, gets in their truck, and follows the person. That shows you were clearly not scared. At all. Yeah. I think the difference with just everybody carrying willy-nilly and us out here like like goddamn cowboys and yeah, like <laughs> wild, wild west and the difference of what happened in, in Lansing is organization. It'd be different if we were organized like and, to, yeah, and protecting ourselves in that way versus just everybody out here for themselves. I think, yeah, with the thing with, with Lansing to me was it came off like an organized situation. 
It did. And we saw when they were trying to do that back in the Black Panther days, they took that shit out immediately. When them brothers were running around trying to get armed weapons and shit like that, the FBI, the government, they infiltrated that shit and started assassinating them leaders and stuff like that. And that was it. It was a wrap for that. The last thing I want is to be going out somewhere to Kroger or whatever and there's just hella people just walking around with guns. Getting that's into a gunfight. Yeah, because I mean that's that. On the bread aisle. You're right. Ain't no toilet paper left, so motherfuckers start blo- Now that's my role, bitch. Now, dude, I saw it first, boy. I saw it first. And then here we go. I'm getting shot because I'm trying to get some Charmin. I don't need that. So they already, another way. Motherfuckers already getting shot just for someone telling them they got to put a mask on. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was this white dude strapped up and this is black dude strapped up. And I'm like, like, really? That's where we're at? Yeah, the one where I'm um, up on Jonesboro Road of all places. So, yeah, it's like we damn near there. Mm-hmm. Jonesboro Road. Yeah, the, the Walmart on Jonesboro Road up here by Southway. Shit. Niggas had pistols on their waist and, and oh, I know where that's at. Pistols on their waist. I've been in there a few times. Uh, yeah, this goes, this goes to that stupid shit that Trump was always trying to put out, which was, you know, if there are more good guys with guns, they're going to stop the bad guys with guns. And that really doesn't work. Because, I mean, that's kind of the same rhetoric we're putting out right now. That's not the the that's not the solution. Now you just got more motherfuckers who are angry with guns, who are first angry and untrained with guns. And then you got people that think they are good guys. Right. That's that. But that's what I'm saying. When Trump said you got good guys versus the bad guys, it's like, well, who are the good guys? Who are the they bad thought guys? they were the good guys? Exactly. Like, well, yeah. yeah. Everybody. Everybody thinks they're the good guy. You know. I don't know what the answer is, but I feel like as long as there's no repercussions for the things that people are doing for these shootings that are happening to these innocent black men, that it's not going to matter. Right. I think, I think if anything, if they know that they will get tried and convicted for killing us, maybe they'll give it a second thought, but what is the likeliness of that happening is the unfortunate part. Yeah. Well, hopefully well, this changes that, you know, um, Damn, I don't want to leave it there. Uh, my oh, top is this, what, not like, any lighter. B, B, did you got, got some positives? <laughs> None. Just, I mean, yeah, it's mine's ain't ain't really shit. But just, I know everyone or someone. Have y'all seen that damn Steve Harvey put the damn <laughs> shit on Megan Thee Stallion her tiny desk her tiny desk concert? <laughs> Man, that shit. Dude, I think I watched that shit like about five, six times, fucking crying, laughing at that shit, man. I don't know what it, it, it draws you in. Like, like yes, yes, the damn body roll. Yes, that body roll and the way she was blinking her eyes. Well, you know when he, when he was blinking her eyes, like that shit was down packed. Oh, oh man, that shit was fucking crazy. I want to know what Sophie thought. Oh yeah, it, that shit was crazy. Oh, like that shit didn't make you laugh, Sophie. Was you laughing when you saw that? Not in the way that I think most people did. I I mean, it didn't piss me off or anything. I just was like, oh, ha ha, look at technology. Like, it was like that. Wow, you probably didn't didn't get a kick out of it. Yeah, Yeah, I got a big kick. It wasn't my brand of humor, right? 
That shit was amusing to me. I watched it at least once a day. Man. <laughs> man. That shit. You stupid saying, but for real. Just, that shit is that funny, man. Oh, my God. That shit is crazy. People, you saw it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, to me, when I saw it, it, it's just crazy to think of where technology is. Like, even five, six years ago, it would have been so difficult to do that. And it looks like it's Steve Harvey. Like, yeah, it's man. the craziest thing. I saw it, and I was like, wait, wait, hold on. Like, it threw me <laughs> off at first. I really thought it was Steve. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm like, wait, oh, wait, wait, hold man. on. It's a little more chill, but it's still raunchy. It's still raunchy. <laughs> it's still raunchy, though. Oh, <laughs> that shit was great, man. Oh, my God. Yo, has great. Megan The Stallion, like, reacted to it? Has she? I don't know. I, I don't know. I haven't seen Yeah, I haven't seen it. Has reacted to it is the question. <laughs> He's probably mad. You know, Why he's would he be mad? Because he don't, you know, he's like, like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why Steve Harvey, though? <laughs> Probably because he's <laughs> you know what, Hey, that's the same question I'm I'm like, dog, out of all the celebrities, <laughs> why Steve Harvey? Because whose ugly-ass face do you not want to see doing that shit? <laughs> 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 whose big, goofy-ass face do you not want to oh see? Oh, my God. Like, oh, Steve Harvey. Like, Man, and I try. And you know what's funny? I tried to look at the original Tiny Desk with her performing that. I was like, "Damn, this shit don't hit the shit." <laughs> I want to watch the Steve Harvey. <laughs> you want the whole thing to be Steve Harvey, huh? Right. I want the whole thing to be Steve Harvey <laughs> instead of the real Megan The Stallion and shit. I'm like, oh man. Like, I swear to God, try to look at the try to look at the original one. It ain't gonna hit the same. It's not gonna hit the same. I swear to God. I saw the original one before that, so I knew exactly what it was before I even clicked on it. I was like, "Oh man, they put they put Steve Harvey on Megan Thee Stallion." And see, I normally I normally click on those. T- I, I normally watch a lot of those Tiny Disc concerts, so I, I'm surprised when I knew that she did it. I didn't watch it initially until I saw the Steve Harvey. I was like, "Man, let me go back and watch her original one." I was like, "Man, this shit ain't hitting the same." I said, "I need to watch Steve Harvey." One. I went down a rabbit hole one time watching a whole bunch of tiny desk joints. Oh, okay. I saw hers too. So when I saw it, I immediately knew what it was. I was like, no, it didn't. Oh, man. <laughs> I wonder, has anybody claimed it yet? I don't think so. I don't know. What you mean? Man. Like, like, I'm thinking about like, okay, so who could be the next celebrity they put on somebody's face? Or will it always be Steve Harvey? Or will this just be a one time event? <laughs> Like, could Steve Harvey be the new Jordan meme? So no, absolutely not. I, hope I don't so. know. I don't know, Sophie. You could put Steve Harvey on a lot of different things, and it'll probably. St- I don't know, it, but we'll see. But that shit was funny. Yeah, it was. I was. Good job, B. Good job. You came through with a clutch, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, after finally sitting this motherfucker for damn near two hours with nothing to do. Oh, how was it? Terrible, boring. Just, just I, you can't do nothing. Not in the dark, child. I'd be so yeah. Scared. I was like, man, this some bull. This shit finally hit. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that's gonna do it for topics this week. We'll be back with common commentary and pass the mic after this quick break. All right, we are back. So let's jump into the comments real quick. So s underscore Miss Miss Cuddy uh, said, I would say acting aside, Nick Cage became a meme since he basically never turns down roles. So he is the main actor in a lot of really shitty movies and he plays them pretty over top over the top. Most of the time 
and somebody this was like the topic of the week but um and then a lot of people well there was one guy that responded to this saying that he's basically damn near broke so that's why he's taking all these jobs but um but yeah this was the revelation was what mike said and all of the confirmation was like wow i i never knew that this was shocking oh really Yes, I didn't know he was considered a joke, but there was like a lot of confirmations and behind it. Yeah, man. Try to tell y'all, man. Y'all be believing me sometimes, man. I be right sometimes. It's it's rare. I get him in there every once in a while. Yeah, I, yeah. So, um, all right. So, Lily her twelve wrote, and I I haven't seen this name in there that often. Um, so if you're a new li- listener, shout out to you. Um, but they wrote a lot. So I'll just read the second part, which said that, um, my second point is I don't, I don't agree with how you all dismiss voting and that is not important or it doesn't matter. I do stand with voting by mail, but we can say this vote doesn't matter. It's just the red state made me sad because our minorities are the ones who don't show up to vote regardless of a pandemic, specifically my age group and minorities are the least to show up. We can't complain about wages and why this pandemic response has been so shitty, but then advocate that voting isn't important. I agree. Well, let me see. I'm trying to see if there's, cause it was a lot. It was a whole paragraph, a long ass paragraph, but um, we had a few comments about people that were understanding of the risk in the life part about the coronavirus, but also disappointed that we even said that. But so, who said voting wasn't important? I don't remember that. We just said we weren't going to risk our life in a pandemic for it. See, yeah. why do people do that? Y'all know there's audio right there. So why are y'all making up shit that wasn't said when we can just click play? Ain't nobody said that. Um, unless, Ken, did you say that? Because I don't remember. I did say what she, yeah, yeah. So what she said that I said is a fact. I did say that. But why'd she say y'all, though, if you were the only one that said it? I think because of the part about, uh, well, I think like, because there were other people that said that I wouldn't risk my life to go vote. And I think she was just talking about overall and then specifically said that what I said made uh, them sad and then lump minorities not voting into that as well. Huh? So it was a whole lot in here. Hmm. I don't think that the implication, at least not from any of us, I don't think the implication was that voting wasn't important. We just said we're not trying to die for it. Look, yeah. blame Ken. If Ken said that shit, get on him. Yeah, get I did. Him get him some and, more. You know. That's I, right. I brought it up. I was like, that was with the whole sneaker thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a few people probably took it the wrong way, and some were disappointed because I think they thought we would be advocates for voting regardless of the situation. Wow. And I think to hear us say, yeah, not in a pandemic, you know, probably shocked a lot of them with how we've discussed voting in the past. So, but then we also say we'd rather vote like, uh, what you call it? Absolutely. Yep. Valley. We did. Didn't we say that? Yeah, we did. We did. So, but, um, but yeah, I, I responded to the comment. Um, and you know, I mean, I'm not going to change what I said, uh, about the red state thing. I, I've been in red states damn near my whole life. 
So. Mm-mm-mm. All right, well, get Ken some more because Ken's the only one still saying it. Get him. <laughs> Somebody tweeted me like, yo, your mention's blowing up. I was like, for what? <laughs> I, I, but he never, he hasn't replied back yet. Because I thought, I was like, what did I say? Maybe that was it. Um, Will Jr. 21 wrote, Ken was right. We need to keep the same energy when it comes to rape slash sexual assault allegations. We can't only believe women when it's for our interests and want to get more information and take it through the proper channels when it doesn't fit our need. Um, I had a topic about this because um, more and more stuff keeps coming out and more and more Democrats keep talking and opening their mouth. But I'll save it for next week. Uh, I don't think this really is going away. Um, but, but yeah, and I think this was something else that people uh, talked a lot about in, in there. Um, but I will say that um, my comments last week, and I don't think I was clear, it wasn't really necessarily about whether I, I believe her or, or not. It's really about the response from the Democrats when they have a vested interest in involved with, with the party. Um, I know the information, the allegations, um, it really comes down to what you believe. I know some of it is iffy, some of it isn't. But, you know, um, I don't think we've had a deep dive investigation into it the way that they did when Kavanaugh was on board and how they do Trump. And I think there's, you know, a lot being blocked in the media. But um, but we'll let it, I'll let it play out some more uh, this week. And, you know, if something else comes up, I'll bring it up next week. So uh, anyway, uh, next up, Sanity underscore Assassin. Said that I'm a little bit ashamed of it, but I did go out to buy something earlier during the quarantine. Two days after the Final Fantasy VII remake came out, I called up my local Walmart, had them hold a copy, and drove down there with my mask and gloves. Mm-hmm. I hadn't left the house in a couple of weeks, and I wasn't planning on leaving again anytime in the near future. I'm a college student. All my classes are remote. Like I said, I kind of feel bad about it, but I think the way I went about it was pretty safe. I even scrubbed the package down with wet wipes before I put it in my car. Told y'all, niggas. <laughs> yeah that was mugging that's the game that's available re- <laughs> remote. And then like uh like katana <laughs> <laughs> <That's stupid. laughs> oh man <laughs> I wish somebody would do that shit. Make like a scorpion mask. You walk through Walmart. Get over here. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised. Wait, B, you don't you don't know anybody that's done that? No. You don't think you don't think Mugga would do that either? Mm-hmm. I bet TJ would do that shit. Oh yeah, definitely TJ. I bet oh, you yeah. TJ would do it. Cause he'll make a dope ass scorpion mm-hmm. mask and shit. You yeah. have a whole fucking hook with the rope and everything. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, anyway, thanks for the comments. Uh, a lot of comments this week, um, you know, from the Hornets to Tari to, you know, um, the voting and shit. Yeah, um, definitely uh, listened to a lot of response. So we always appreciate and enjoy the the comments and the discussion that you have back and forth with each other as well. That's really, really dope. So um, we're going to jump into the Pass the Mic segment. And get up out of here. So the pass on my segment is where we answer your questions. You can send those to 
is the Mike Stallone at gmail.com or you can leave us a voicemail at 470-440-0811. This question uh, was sent to us a day ago and it's a new fan. So uh, he wrote, hey, Blair, he actually had two questions. I'm only going to read one. Hey, everyone, I'm Blair, a new fan. I love your podcast and you guys have cracked my top five out of 20. Wish I could have found you all sooner, but just keep up the great conversations and the funny. I have two questions for you. Pick one or both. So the question I picked is, why do people or just black people hate when a person is too quiet? I just like to do my job, get paid, and go home. But everybody act like we have to talk and be buddy-buddy, even if they don't like the person. It's a grocery store, and I'm a guy 26 years old. What do black people hate when people don't talk or not sociable, basically? Yeah. Because we don't trust, naturally. Mm-hmm. I, I can't gauge you. You, ain't, you don't say shit. I can't gauge you, so I can't trust you. Why are you making that face, Mike? Because <laughs> I don't think this is a black thing. It's not, but it's I mean, people I, thing. I just think it's weird to dump this on black people. <clears throat> It makes me wonder, is he black? Uh, he better. He is. Yeah, he's black. Let me make sure. But Either way, I still think this is weird to say why do black people do X, Y, Z when this seems like... I feel like white people would do the exact same thing if you just walk in there and don't say shit. But you know what? But but I... Re- well, and I don't have many white friends, but I, I rarely hear white people have that conversation of like, oh, he's too quiet or he's this, that. It's typically you know, us melanated folk that have that type of conversation. I think that's, I mean, you kind of prefaced it when you said it, but mm-hmm. um, I think that's just, you know, because those are the people you interact with the most. Um, but yeah, I think black or white, I think I'll be more worried about the white guy being too quiet than the damn black guy. <laughs> Shit. That's, that's you, you think he's going to shoot people? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something, something off with him. He don't talk. <laughs> Maybe black people are just more vocal about it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm really quiet. If I just start working in a place, then I'm I'm fairly quiet because I don't really know anybody, and I want to take time to get to know them. I know when I was working, um, you know, when I was doing news, my uh, sports director was Mike Mike Scruggs. I want to say, and the first time when I started working there, I wasn't really saying shit. I would just come in, do my job, leave. And then after a while, I got to know them. Um, they couldn't get me to shut up. And that was one of the things he was said. It was like, when you first started working, and he was he was white, and he used to call me Snoop Doggy Dog because I had braids, which was fucked up. But hey, <laughs> I mean, you know. But uh, he was like, man, he was like, when you first started working here, you know, I, 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 I can't remember exactly what he said, but he was like, man, we couldn't get you to say a word. He said, now nah, you won't even shut up. He said, you talk all the time. So... <laughs> He, he called you Snoop Doggy Dog. Yeah. He said you talk too much. And he said I talk too much. Yeah, he did. Yep. <laughs> hey, welcome to the South, baby. Meridian, Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was fucked up when he said it at the time, but I was like one of three black people that worked there. And I was really young, obviously. I was in my early, early 20s. And it was me, my homeboy, Jason, and then I think uh, Blenda was his name. He was the IT guy, and we were the oh no no no. And then my um my the producer of the of the show, 
uh, for the news, she was black. And then I think we had like one black reporter. So it was more than three, but we were the ones that was behind the scenes doing the production stuff. And um, yeah, Elvis, Elvis, that was my mentor. But, um, but she had been around. Elvis? Her name was, was, yeah, Elvis, Alvin, Al- Elvis, Elvis, something like that. <laughs> it was a weird name for a black person because I was like, wow, I've never met anybody that had a, had a name like that. That's weird. <laughs> Bro, that's crazy, man. Yep. What, what's his name, Blair? I mean, I, I wouldn't feel pressure, and you didn't allude to feeling any type of pressure any, in your email, but I wouldn't feel pressure to, to you know, build a bond with somebody or talk to somebody like sometimes the best thing to do is come to work do your job and go home because you can kind of stay out of trouble and keep your head down so there's nothing wrong with that um because you become less of a target so um but yeah uh, as as everybody just said it's not necessarily a, a black thing i think this is like with everything but yeah but um but yeah man i mean say something though you can't be walking around mute Cause you know you will come across looking a little crazy, but nah, bro, you cool, you cool, you straight. No, you're not. Don't about it. No, you're not. It's not just black people too. It's not. By the way. But if you work around a bunch of niggas, they gonna say something. They gonna say you autistic. All right, so <laughs> that's gonna uh, that's gonna do it for us this week. Uh, thank you, Blair. Um, glad you liked the show, brother. Um, yeah, and. Uh, right back. Let us know how you came across the show. But yeah, man, uh, appreciate it. Glad you discovered us. Glad you like it, and um, and all the other good stuff. So we thank you for writing in. And uh, man, you know, I'll save the question for other question for another day, another time. But um, yeah, that's gonna do it for us this week. We'll catch you guys next time. We out. Peace. Peace.